Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFL East Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, you can be watching us live right now on our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of NFL East Podcast on YouTube. What's up, YouTube? Anybody on YouTube watching us? Get into those comments. We'll uh, respond. That's NFL boy Brandon. He's also on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe his stuff. Check him out, NFL boy Brandon. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure to follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. What's up, fellas? Hey, end of the season, playoff time. Uh, Dad, before we get into anything, we can't go to the playoffs yet. We still got to wrap up week 18. Hold on. All right, real real quick, real quick, before we get into anything. Cowboys fans trying to look over that bad loss. What the hell? You got that right. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Before we get into anything about football, got some uh, sad news that I want to talk about real quick. No sad Um, news. So, yes. So, I don't know if you guys have heard about this yet. Uh, but Peyton Hillis, he used to be a running back for the Cleveland Browns. I think all of us know who he is in here. Um, Hillis. Yeah, Peyton Hillis. If you, if you are listening to this podcast, you know who Peyton Hillis is, definitely. Yeah, it, do you guys for real know who he is? Yes. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure before I went any further. Anyways, uh, the reason why I bring him up is because uh, – I seen someone saying prayers for Peyton Hillis, and I looked up on Google what like what that was going on with him. And apparently, over this past weekend, he saved a young kid from drowning. It was and his own like, kid. His own kid. Oh, it was his own kid. Okay, yeah. and he's having like serious like kidney problems right now. So I just wanted to take the time to say, hey, Peyton Hillis, you're a fucking hero, dude. You saved your own kid, and, and you know any kid at that you saved from drowning. Second of all, prayers up to him. You know, let his kidneys get back to you know better and shit. So, I just wanted Definitely. to take the time to say that real quick. Awesome. Definitely. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it was pretty tragic, and he's he's in bad shape too. So yeah. yeah, yeah, he's in he's in pretty bad shape. So definitely thoughts and uh, prayers up to him. Definitely, dude. <sighs> Why do you do this? The beginning of every podcast, it seems like this. Hey, listen, this, it's uh, fan tribute to people, all right? Yeah, it's pretty it's awesome. the right thing to pretty do. Pretty awesome. Um, on some other news that was very, you know, similar um, in certain ways. And um, Hamlin. Hamlin has been released from the hospital. Yeah. How cool is that? Well, see, like, that, total that's the thing that's really confusing me pretty because, awesome. um, yeah, he did get released from the Cincinnati hospital. But then Ashley said something about she's seen that he is being hospitalized still at a hospital in Buffalo. Right. Yeah. He got to he got to move back to Buffalo. Okay. So, is but he is home. in the hospital still. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think, think he's he's an inpatient. I think he's just just doing work there. Right. Oh, okay. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't yeah. think I. I don't know a whole lot of details. I do know that he has gotten he has gotten a whole lot better. Oh yeah, some of the sure. biggest scares of him, you know, there was chances of brain damage. There was chances of he wouldn't be able to move. There was uh, tons of chances. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, uh, those right. kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and he is um, all good signs, which yeah. is and, awesome. and 
and yeah. he may play football again, which is, uh, you know, if he chooses yeah. to. Uh, it's, I tell you what's kind of wild is uh, I, I've been seeing some of his tweets on Twitter. He's tweeting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is really like, cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, wow. Like, it's uh, really cool. Like, we were all kind of shook up a, a few days ago, and now he's uh, right. he's on the Twitter. <laughs> right. Exactly. He was definitely on the Twitter um, during that Bills Patriots game, which we're going to be doing takeaways from here in just a little while. That's what I got planned tonight, fellas, is um, news from the East. We're going to go all around the NFL East cover, um, you know, as um, as many as the eight teams that need to be covered. And then uh, we're going to take a look at week 18. We're going to do our takeaways from week 18. Um, and yes, I'm saying it. It's week 18. That's crazy. This is one season in the books, one regular season in the books. That is crazy. We, uh, I was about to say, we were just we talking about this season until the Super Bowl is over with, though. Yeah, yeah, no, you can. A, a regular season, you know what I'm saying? We started okay, yeah, this podcast season, before right. the regular season. Yeah, we, we were doing um preseason games and yeah, talking, you know, talking that kind of stuff. Then all of a sudden, um, wow, the season's over. That's crazy. You look yeah. up, season's over. So, um, Wow, that's great. I gotta say, uh, it's it could not have been a more exciting uh season for the uh the NFL East, really. I mean, yeah. we put in uh five play five teams in the playoffs. Um and really five out of fourteen, that is not bad at all. I mean, unless yeah, five you're out a of Patriots eight. fan that five out of eight, wash right? all yeah, no, I mean yeah, well, five and five out of a R eight, but five out of the fourteen teams in the playoffs. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. That's pretty amazing. That's yeah. a, that's um, more than one third of the teams that are in there are from our, um, you know, right. our podcast. Um, I know in the uh, NFL East, uh, no losing records, and then in the, in the AFC East, I think the Jets are their only losing record. Uh, no, we have a losing record. And huh? You guys? Have, yeah, they went. Eight, they went eight and nine. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, there's no and, more eight and, and eight. Uh, you know, well, that's right. I, I, I don't know any other news. You know, I don't know any other news outside of the. Uh, you know, potentially the Patriots didn't make the playoffs because we choked our chances away. So, yeah. Outside of that, I guess everything's looking good here. Yeah. So. Well, they just lost their final six games. That was wild to me because they were they yeah. were looking really good uh, six right. games ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Six in a row. How crazy is did that? You, yeah. Did you guys like what I put in the chat? Uh, I mean, put in the group chat though uh, of what uh, of what Zach Wilson said. He he said if they sign huh. a veteran quarterback, they're gonna he's gonna make their life a uh, miserable hell. I said how by fucking their wives. <laughs> Not if it's Tom Brady. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I think it'd be his ex wife. Funniest shit. Uh, be his ex wife. Um, speaking of her, she posted um, some new pictures of her on. Do you all even follow her? Um, Instagram, I do anything like that. Her first pictures um, since the divorce. Wow. It just it makes you feel sorry for Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, I have not. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. There we go. Just speak. I mean, we, you know, last podcast, we talked about the hot, the hot wives of NFL players. Can we talk about hot ex-wives? There you go. Yeah, I know. We got to get off of the wives. Should we just rename our podcast to NFL yeah. wives? The wives yeah. club. I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Zach might be out of a job this next year. Maybe we can get him on the show then. Bill Fatty. I mean, who knows? I don't know. All right. Uh, let's kick it off with a little bit of news from the East. And then, of course, we are going to take a look at. All right. I guess let's go ahead and start um, with the my, the or my Miami Dolphins. Um, the big question right now is, will Tua be able to play in the playoffs? Um, we should be able to answer this question or even a bigger question by Wednesday. And that's who in the hell is starting at quarterback um, come Sunday at 1 p.m. for the Miami Dolphins. Um, we don't know right now. There, There is a chance uh, nobody is ruling Tua um, Tungavailoa out um, to play. As of right now, he is not cleared um, to, to go back to football activities. Um, and pretty much uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, Coach McDaniel said he is going to prepare game plans for all three quarterbacks. And um, by I guess tomorrow we'll know who one and two is going is going to be. Um, we can get into this as much as you all want, or a little bit later, um, and just how disappointing Teddy Bridgewater has been this year. Um, the Miami Dolphins fan base is extremely down on him. Um, I mean, I mean he he came, he comes into the league at the beginning of 2022 as potentially, and I argued plenty on this podcast, the best backup quarterback in the NFL. He was called upon twice this year from the Miami Dolphins when Tunga, Tua Tungavaloa went down, and both times he was not able to stay healthy. And um, yeah. I, I don't know if you want to – I mean, can <clears throat> you put that on him personally? Can you put that – I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, Miami Dolphins fans, they're crazy. They're talking about, you don't see no fire in his eyes. You don't see, you don't see motivation. You don't see love for the team. I'm like, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if the dude can't throw the ball 20 yards down the field. Can you really put him back in the game? You know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, just, I don't have no idea. That's a hard question. Yay. The Miami Dolphins made the playoffs. Whoa, wait a minute. Don't know who's playing quarterback. <laughs> so it's it's pretty scary against a high powered offense like the Buffalo Bills. So um, yeah, it's uh it, you really got to have two of there, I think, if you want a chance yeah, to win this yeah. game. If you want a chance yeah. to win this game, that, that's totally my opinion. You're exactly right. Um, if you want a chance to win this, um Tua needs to come. Um, Tua would need to be your starter. I think that kind of gives you the only chance. Um, Tua played um, uh, the Bills twice this year, both really good, both times. Both games made no mistakes. Both games went down to the wire. One of them Miami won, one of them Buffalo won, both of them at their home fields. And um, I believe he probably has the ability to do that again if he is healthy. You know what I'm saying? So, so there you go. That's it. Um, as far as that, uh, other injuries, as far as the Miami Dolphins are concerned, is Teron Armstead. It's still up in the air. Don't know if he's going to be able to just left tackle. Um, Shell, right tackle. Um, 
that's if people and that's what kind of pissed me off in this game we're getting ready to talk about with the Jets. It's everybody was like, oh, the Jets, the Jets have 60% of their offensive line out. Well, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> so does the Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no Teron Armstead, no, you know, no shell. They're switching people around They're, you know, so, um, and the offensive line did pretty good. Um, you know, it, it's pretty crazy. And we'll get into that game with the, the makeshift offensive lines on both ends of the, so we got that. Um, but the big thing is, is uh, Mostert uh, got hurt in, in the, in that game. He had a great running game. Um, he did really good for the dolphins. The dolphins finally found their running game and we'll get more into that when we do our takeaways. Cause that was one huge takeaway was the dolphins finally found, but Raheem Mostert, um, is hurt. And we don't know if he's going to be able to go against the Buffalo bills on Sunday either. So, um, you know, the one-two punch we we really rely on, that offensive line, whoever the quarterback is, is is going to um is going to need, you know. So we're I'm hoping, you know, and I could say if if Tua is starting at quarterback and um Arm uh, Terrell Armstead is starting at left tackle and we got Shell at right tackle and Mostert is there, then we have a great shot. But that's a whole lot of ifs when you're trying to drift through these injuries. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. so it's rough, 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 rough. So that's that's about all I got for Dolphins and updates on injuries looking forward. Um, as far as the Giants is concerned, they should be good to go. And we'll get into this, too, with our takeaways, um, because they did not start any of their starters in that game. Um, everybody has got another week's rest. It looks like everybody that was um, up in the air to be able to start if they would have started their start, if they would have started their starters in week 18, um, all of those guys are, should be good to go for um, the wild card playoffs. So sounds good. That's, that's all I got. What do we got? Um, let's say the Cowboys, let's start with the Cowboys, I guess. Uh, any injury updates or what, what does it look like going into this week? as far as the Cowboys is concerned. Right. So uh, the Cowboys did play all their starters on Sunday, and um, uh, they actually had an injury with to our rookie cornerback, Deron Bland, uh, who's got five interceptions this year. He's, he's had a great rookie year. Um, he left the game in the third quarter with a chest injury, as they refer to it, um, which our secondary is already depleted as it is. Uh, he's one of our good cornerbacks. Um, however, they're saying that uh, – he got reevaluated on Monday, and they say he's going to be good to go. Cool. Uh, so he should be playing this weekend. They're saying there's no limits on him. Um, everybody else is okay for Sunday, but we do have some other players that are going to come back that are scheduled to come back and play on uh, Monday night, which is uh, Leighton Vanderish. He's been out for since the Jacksonville game, so about three weeks now. Um, he had a pinched nerve in his shoulder, but he's, he's good to go. And really maybe uh, – well, a couple other players – uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins, who's our nose tackle, he's been out for a while. Um, we we traded him, traded for him. He he came over from the Raiders, uh, but right. he's been a really good run stopper because we were really deficient in that area, and he's been a big boost to that. But uh, he had a pec injury, uh, but he's scheduled to come back in play. And our starting center, Tyler Biotis, uh, who got hurt, rolled his ankle during the the. Uh, 
Jacksonville game. I mean, the Tennessee game uh, with the high. He had a high high ankle sprain, but they say he's going to be good to go. And they said he had a good workout yesterday, so he's uh, he's going to be back. So Dallas looks in good shape. They're going to get players coming off of uh, injury and should be a big boost at key positions. So, yeah. so health wise, outside of the people that we've lost for the season. Uh, the Cowboys look like they're going to be way healthier than they were on Sunday anyway. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, we got – do we have any injury updates as far as the Bills or Eagles are concerned? Uh, well, I'll go to the Eagles real quick. I, obviously, Jalen okay. Hurts played last Sunday. Uh, he didn't yep. play great. Um, didn't – you know, uh, obviously they won fairly handily, I guess I would say. Although you have to wonder, they, they if, almost if, gave that game. I mean, we'll we'll do that did, in right, our takeaways. They, but one of my biggest takeaways is that 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 wasn't the second string team. That was the the practice squad team <laughs> that was on the field, game. and they for almost the game, took right? that game in the second half. They outscored the um, they outscored the Eagles ten to six or did, sixteen to six. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah, the, I know in they, the they, second half. So right, the Eagles jumped out to a thirteen to nothing lead, but then they just held on to a six point win. Right, uh, they they yeah. tried to hold on to that lead and almost gave it away there in the second half. So. Right, you have to wonder about the Eagles. I mean, you have to wonder if the Giants played their starters, what kind of game this would have been. I think it might oh, have. The been. Giants would have won that game. The Giants okay. would have won that game. Yeah, right. definitely. You have to think they might have. They would have had a, yeah. a good chance. Uh, Jalen Hurts was like, "Well, are we going to get into the game real quick, or just the injuries?" No, uh, just the injuries real quick, and then we'll get into the game. Yeah. Uh, so, so the Eagles do have a series of injuries, but nothing new. They haven't mm-hmm. added any, but just the people that have been out. Uh, Maddox, um, uh, uh, their right tackle, you know, um, uh, outside of Jalen Hurst coming back, I think they're, everybody's still kind of out. But they do have two weeks to get players back, so I expect that they'll get some of them back, but. Right. Uh, yeah, you can you can tell right now that the uh, injuries are kind of taking a toll on the Eagles at this point. Uh, right. It's very critical that they won that game. <laughs> they they need that two weeks. Yeah, definitely. Well, it was critical. Yeah, they were able to wrap up. Them. Yeah, if they had if the Eagles had to play next week, I don't know. I think they they could be in, be in some trouble. Maybe. Right. Well, um, how are the Bills doing? Do we know how the Bills are doing injury wise? Um, are are they going, coming into this completely healthy? Um, everything that I've seen, um, it looks like they're they're pretty good to go. Yeah, it, it, minus minus the players that are just out for the season. Yeah, right. Yeah, nobody yeah. got hurt. Nobody got hurt um, on Sunday. Yeah, I didn't um, see from any what I've seen from them. right. So they should so. be good to go. And uh, there was, you know, there was reports that finally, um, I believe uh, Josh Allen is uh, is actually back up to a hundred percent. He's been playing. Um, injured <laughs> yeah. this whole, you know, this whole five game, six game stretch. So. Yeah. Which he's played well. He's played good enough. Uh, the team has played well anyway. Um, right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to, we're, like I said, we're good. We're going to do our takeaways from week 18, but something that happened in week 18 was the new England Patriots have been eliminated. So what we started as the eliminations started was what we want to do at this time in news from the East is take a look at what's next for this team. So I pose the question, Brandon, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. What's next for the Pats? The three categories I came up with, if you got different categories, totally cool. However you want to deal with it, but I got OC that's offensive coordinator wide receiver, number one or cube or quarterback. Those are the three categories I put up. 
Um, what do you got? Um, yeah, it, it, that's that's the three major ones I came up with too. Um, I, I you know I took a few a few notes down in New England. I, I wrote I I think we should give Matt Jones one more one more year to see how he can do. Yeah, he he depleted this season. Uh, but we all need to remember that he didn't have OC. He had a defensive coordinator trying to call offensive plays for him. He still doesn't have a number one wide receiver. So I he wrote thinks he's here, fairy godmother, and he waved his little wand and made him an OC. That's what he did. I yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You know, he turned exactly. the he turned you know the pumpkin into a carriage kind of thing. Yeah, is what he, I mean. I'm I'm dead serious. Bill Belichick thinks he has the power to do that. I yeah, don't, yeah, I know, I, I know. And, and it's like I've been trying to tell you that it's because of his ego. That's his problem. He he thinks he Definitely. can do this stupid shit because of his ego. But it's anyways, the fairy um, godmother. <laughs> yeah, but uh, see, I I wrote down and I said I think we should give Mac one more year with a proper OC, and we've been looking at a few, um, Bill O'Brien, and we've been looking at um, at uh, Cliff Kingsbury as well, because if you guys haven't heard the news yet, he got fired by the Arizona Cardinals as their head coach. So uh, we've been looking at him as well. And then uh, the other thing I brought up is we need a number one wide receiver, and let's see how he does You know, then. And then if Max still is depleting, then maybe you could bring up Okay, well, is it time to let Matt go? Uh, well, mentioning the number one wide receiver uh, just so happens as of about five hours ago. Uh, well, there is a number one wide receiver sitting in our bucket up by the name of DeAndre Hopkins. Colonels came out and said that they're looking to trade him. Uh, so I'm going to read you guys off his contract real quick. And then I want you guys to tell me should new england trade for him and if we choose to what what do exactly do we have to give up for him so he signed a two-year 54 million dollar contract with the arizona cardinals so in 2022 they owed him four million four hundred and thirty three uh four hundred and thirty three thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars and then in 2023 he's a third he's going to be 31 years old and he's only owed nineteen million four hundred fifty thousand. And in twenty twenty four, he'll be thirty two, and he's only owed fourteen million nine hundred and fifteen thousand. And in twenty twenty five, he becomes a unrestricted free agent. Right. So, um, well, I, I mean, I, I can comment on that. Um, first thing I want to do is switch to the Arizona Cardinals real quick. What are they thinking? Is it a total rebuild over there? You got it. You're gonna. You're gonna be getting a new coach. You're getting rid of your your number one wide receiver. And then they said that you know the video game lover is going to be able to have say in who's the new coach. So yeah, yeah that's are, brilliant. That's that's yeah. Awesome. Are, are they going to have like <laughs> matchups on Call of Duty or something? It's like if you can beat me, you get the job, bitch. Right. Uh, what, what's up? I mean, yeah, do? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. So, Anyways, yeah, uh, barn absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Uh, barn fire right. over there. Yeah, um, I yeah, I love the uh, Kingsbury. Um, he's a great offensive coordinator. I, I like that idea. I like the smartness of that. Um, if you do that, I, I feel like Belichick has to go for D Hop, right? If he if he could yeah. bring if he could bring their their coach over as an offensive coordinator and um, a true number one to be beside these these um, underpaid number two and threes. I, why not? I mean, why uh, not? I yeah, think I, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to push back on that a little bit because I don't know that D, uh, 
Hopkins is a number one receiver still. I mean, I, I know he's a great receiver, but right. if he if he, well, he demands a, number one respect from defenses, that's kind of what I mean. Right, like right. the presence of him is that going to make Devonte Parker better? Is that going to make Bourne better? Is that going to make you see what I'm saying? Just because you have to account for him still, even with his age, or are is what you're saying is you don't have to account for him anymore. No, you do. You do. Because uh, the guy never drops a ball. Um, exactly. exactly. Uh, he, he's a great receiver and you want him on your team. That's great. But you're definitely going to be paying number one wide receiver money. Um, I feel like you should. I feel like New England ought to go to the draft and try to get a receiver. Uh, uh, right. Because you're, you're taking on a huge contract or, you know, you're taking, you know, uh, uh, well, it's only you think they're giving up 14, that number one. So. Are they giving up that first round draft pick for D hop? Well, you know what? Uh, the Eagles, did, you know, they traded like number 17 for A.J. Brown last year. So, right. um, yeah, but A.J. I mean, Brown is somebody that wants to trade away, you know, a Justin Jefferson type of, you know, receiver that you're going to, you're going to build a connection with Mac Jones and this, this receiver for the next four or five years, maybe, or at least right. three years, you know. Okay. So I mean, basically, like, what you're saying, Rich, is you think they need to go more for, if they want to go prime time, they need to be more of a long-term answer, not a D D hop answer, which might only be a year or two. Right. I feel like, like somebody like the Rams or I don't know, just somebody who needs a, a complimentary receiver to, to add on, to take them over the top next year. Maybe that they'd, they'd be more interested in Hopkins, but you're, you're still in team building mode with, uh, the I Patriots, can't go right? with Hopkins. I can't go with Hopkins and complimentary receiver in the same <laughs> Wow, well, in the same sense. Like, well, okay. That, like, I mean, that, to me, that freaks me out because it's I, weird. I, right? He's a beast, and it, man. And I don't. Yeah, he is a beast. I don't really mean to uh, denigrate Hawkins in any kind of way. He's been a great player, probably a Hall of Fame player for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, I, I'm just saying, like, uh, say if you have one good wide receiver and you need a second one. You need a second right. good wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, and Hopkins can fill that role for you. Right. And and uh, that's what I think Patriots fans like Brandon. That's what they're thinking. They they have. Um, uh, uh, Parker. They got Devonte Parker, who who could be a number one. Um, and I think if you bring on somebody like Hopkins and create that challenge on the other side, um, Devonte Parker will be one on one more often, and Devonte Parker could be just about anybody in the league one on one. So uh, I mean, that's not bad. But uh, again, I would go, uh, you know, instead of trading a pick and. Uh, because you are going to have to trade a pick. Do you think it's going to be a first-round draft pick? No, 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 no. I think a third-round And, round and maybe. that's what people were saying. People were saying that if we do trade for DeAndre Hopkins, something more along the lines of maybe a second and a sits this year and a sits next year. Amari Cooper went for a fifth-rounder. I mean, I know that's not the bar, but uh, – Yeah, that that's – if you guys had Amari Cooper, I don't okay. That here's here's the thing, and this I guess is where we need to start. And I'm glad you brought that up. Is D Hop closer to Amari Cooper, or is he closer to Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams and those guys who got real money and real trade value and real? Where is D Hop in that? Is he yeah. going? Yeah, I would or, put D Hop closer to Amari. Then I would. Really? Uh, you would because of his Hill? age? Because of his yeah. age? Well, he, he's 31. He's, you know, there's a good chance he's going to get injured and miss some of the season next year. You know, uh, I'm not saying, you know, he will, but uh, you have to factor all that in as you're going to take on a 31 year old wide receiver. 
Right. Uh, um, I just feel like, um, yeah, you have to go younger. You have to get somebody that's going to bond with uh, um, Mac Jones to – what's your first-round pick, Brandon? What is it? Is it 14? 14, yeah. 14. I definitely wouldn't give up a 14-round. You can, you no. can get it. Go get somebody in the draft. There'll be a yeah. wide receiver. I mean, there I mean, it, ultimately, an impact it, if they do want a first round pick, I, I they don't need an impact player. They need that. a true number one. They already yeah. have two number twos and probably two number threes wide receivers. They just don't have somebody that demands yeah. attention at all. Yeah, time. see, we we That's have all two, they need. They need. Yeah, somebody. we we have two so. and threes. We need yeah. someone of true number one caliber, like right. someone that can be. Mm, like a like you know, Devonte Adams or fucking Tyreek like Hill, that. It, you know, it, yeah, Tyreek Hill, Hill, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, somebody. So if, if yeah. maybe they should wait up and see somebody else is gonna be willing to trade somebody you know, because right, it happens right. every year. So maybe they just need to wait up. You know what I'm saying? And and hold up and and go for that younger version of yeah. D Hop. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, D Hop when he was 28. You know what I'm saying? Or something. Right. Now, like that. Yeah, that would if if it was 26, 27, I'd definitely jump on it. But um, right. I mean, I just love the age. Kind of worries me. He's going to start losing a step here at some point, and probably with you know, say in three years, and then then you, you don't really have a, a no longer a number one Andrew or uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, right. But keep in mind, like CD Lamb got drafted number seventeen. Yeah. Jefferson right. got drafted twenty four. Yeah, but Rich, yeah. but Rich, AJ Brown got drafted. See, in see, late. The, thing, the thing that we're talking, <laughs> they got about this here, guy called Bill Belichick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is exactly where I was going with this, Dad. That's exactly where I was going. That's exactly what I was going to tell Rich. Rich, okay, we're talking about smart GMs and stupid as fuck GMs. And Bill Belichick follows on their stupid as fuck GMs. Oh, that's, that's a good. Does not know how to draft to throw away here, Brandon. That's a, should Bill Belichick lose? I don't think his job is in jeopardy at any at, unless he decides to retire. But should he? His lose starting job his, should be in jeopardy if we have a fucking another season like we did last season. I mean, this well, okay. past season. Okay, but we're we're talking about what's next for them with this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Should should they take away his ability to, to be the GM I, and, I think and, they should. and bring in somebody to help with the draft, bring in some new scouts. I think they should do something because they, I mean, you are exactly right. They, they've been really good at drafting defensive players, but their offensive players have not been good yeah. at all. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. And I would definitely go that. I would definitely go try to build that offense through the draft this year. Right. Do you right. think so, Brandon? Like, is that where you yeah. need, you need the most uh, bodies there? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, uh, what I'm saying is, is this, okay. If we had the ability of someone that was actually fucking smart to draft people, I'd be agreeing with you right now, Rich. I'd be like, yeah, I, I totally think we should get a wide receiver out of the draft too. But Bill Belichick is so dumb and he knows that we need these, but yeah but uh but he he's you know he knows that we need these positions but he he thinks he has an ego on top of him like he did with tom brady and he's like oh well fuck it we don't need these positions that badly so he he'll know that we'll need a wide receiver going into this draft but he'll do exactly what he did last season he'll draft someone that was supposed to go in like the seventh eighth round instead of taking a number one wide receiver because 
that like when we get into these mock drafts, there's going to be a handful of these wide receivers that we're talking about that's going to come out and look like Justin Jefferson and look like Waddle and look like all of them. And they're going to be true number one wide receivers. But Bill Belichick isn't going to take one at 14. He's going to take some person that was supposed to go in the sixth, seventh round like he did last season. So, or he's going to take an amazing defensive player that's going to end up being. Um, that's the you know, only uh, thing that he's good at drafting. Pro Bowl caliber and and eventually end up in Canton because he's great at he's great at drafting defensive players. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Are, do we all agree as far as the Patriots are concerned about quarterback? I think you have to bring on a true offensive coordinator to finally replace Josh McDaniels. And you have to um, bring on a couple more weapons um, and give him a true um, year to prove himself. Is that correct? I mean, you yes. don't go away from Mac right now, do you? I don't think so. No. I think, I think right. you're 100% right. And I also think that uh, uh, going after Arizona's uh, fired coach there for your offensive coordinator is going to be uh, it's going to be a pretty good competition to see who gets him because I think yeah. he's going to be in a, a lot of demand for an OC. Yeah, but you do have Bill Belichick, and um, Bill Belichick is good at that. Um, in case you all don't know this, Cliff, uh, Cliff Kingsbury was drafted by the New England Patriots. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that today. Right. So, so there you go. There you yeah, go. No, well, I, I like O'Brien. I, I like O'Brien. I like Cliff yeah. Kingsbury. I like anybody that that is a true offensive badass yeah. coordinator. And if yeah. you if you know how and have are you're proven on bringing in a young quarterback and loving on him and making him better, um, then that's who, that's the guy I would want. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And um, somebody that can not be arguing with Mac Jones in between, you know, in between plays, yeah. but actually loving on him and um, yeah. living him up. Yeah. And losing well, an argument that, with Mac see, Jones. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, see yeah. that, see that I seen this thing on Twitter and I wanted to mention this real quick. And, uh, and I, I thought this was exactly true. So someone was on some kind of talk show and he was talking about the, the difference that he's seen in Matt Jones this year. And he said there was a big difference in Matt Jones. He said it wasn't Matt Jones' ability that was the difference. It was the play calling. He said last season when when Matt Jones had Josh McDaniels there, Matt Jones had the exclamation point next to him, and he was like, oh, yeah, this defense is about to do this, and this player is about to do this, and I need to throw it here or whatever. And this season, he had a big old question mark next to him, and he was asking, why are we doing this, and why is this being ran, and why yeah, are you I know?" Mean, I mean, at times, Mac Jones – See, and, and that's the thing, and I think that shined, and that's what Rich was actually referring to where he lost arguments to the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is because Mac Jones never has been, um, when, when it came out, he's never had a big arm. He's never had um, a, a extreme athleticism. He's what Mac Jones is, is an extremely smart quarterback and right. knows how to read defenses. And at times this year has read defenses better than the than the defensive coordinator they had posing as an offensive coordinator, and he's yeah, like, "Why are you calling this? That's not what they're doing." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mike Jones does have high football IQ, and that's a strength. Yeah, that's extremely a, that's high strength. So right. yeah, but you know, uh, like the NFL is a you know it's a trendy league. Everything's trendy in the NFL, and it seems like a young young offensive 
minded coordinator are the hot thing. So it, let's see if uh, New England can go find one. No, I, I definitely agree with you, Dad. Matt Jones doesn't have a big arm and all that stuff like you were saying. But with a right coordinator like he had with Josh McDaniels, he doesn't yeah. need all He'll that. He'll take you he, to the playoffs like he did yeah. with Josh McDaniels. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what so, I'm saying? So, yeah. And if you get him a, a, if you get him a true number one running. and give him some people to throw the ball to yeah. and that strong running game and that strong defense and Bill Belichick, um, you, you, you go to the second, third round of the playoffs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, yeah. so, so yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. All right. We got to keep it moving. So, there we go. Um, the Jets defensive tackle Quentin Williams wants a new contract ahead of the vol- the voluntary workouts this offseason. He is due $9.6 million um, in a 2023 on his fifth year option. So it's the time of year or it's the, the year has come up where the Jets need to decide is Quentin Williams. Are you going to give him a big contract? Or are you just going to sign him for $9.6 million and force him to be there with the fifth-year option? Um, what are your guys' opinion on this? Which way should the Jets go? Uh, he's a left tackle, right? Is he a left, half, left no, tackle? No, the defensive defensive tackle. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, yeah. Quentin Williams, the dude that stops. the He's basically the reason why they're good at, at run defense is because he stuffs the middle. Um, and then at times this year, he just has blown up. Um, yeah, it was really good. It was uh, 2019, number five. Uh, I believe he was the fifth draft pick overall in 2019, something like that. So. Uh, well, if if I may go first real quick, uh, the real question is going to come down to uh, do you like Quentin Williams or where where the hell is the Jets drafting in the draft order? Because I forget, but uh, Quentin Williams is the key to this defense. This is one of the reasons why the defense was so good. Exactly. The but, reason- Dad, but Dad, real quick, real quick. I went and watched tape on Jalen yeah. Phillips. If you have not yeah. watched tape on that man coming out of Georgia yet, you need to go watch him. He reminds me of Quentin Williams. That's what I'm getting at. They could draft him and he could be just as good as Quentin Williams. And you wouldn't have to make that option, or do you just keep Quentin Williams and sign him to a big contract? I mean, either way, you don't. I don't know where the Jets are drafting in the draft order. So right now, I'm just going to assume that you have to sign Quentin Williams because this man has been the heart and soul of your defense. He's the reason why your defense is good. Up well, front. And the, the only reason so, why the Jets' defense is good is because they have the ability to get to the passer with four people they they yeah. can drop yeah. that all the whole rest of their defense back they yeah. can rush off four and quentin williams is the key to that he's the one yeah. that creates those huge ass holes and i mean so you uh, have to i mean the, the more of a question to me is do you go ahead and sign him and lock him in and c- continue to build your defense around him or do you just force him to take the fifth year option you know, well, that, that would be scary. J- Jalen, whatever the hell but, his name is from Georgia and Quentin Williams on the same. Right. But you got to have some, you got, you need some other players on that team. Obviously they lost six games in a row. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they should have signed him last year when, when he was eligible. If, if, so he just finished his fourth year. You can, you can sign some, you can extend somebody after three. So they should have already. Extended. Right. No, this is after three. That's the reason why it's come up. He was in 2019. So 19, 20, 21, 22. No, this is his fourth year. You are right. right. If he's going on his fifth year next year with the option, they can keep him. Of course, right. they can't, he can't go anywhere, but right. you, you can negotiate after three. 
So you can right. you can ex- go oh, ahead. Okay. Well, he 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 wasn't a breakout player at that time. Yeah. So, uh, um, two years ago, this is yeah. this is kind of his first year to kind of take that that role right. on. I mean, uh, he was good last year, but not this. Yeah. Game. Well, one thing I noticed that like some teams value defense attack more than other teams. You know, like right. Uh, but I I the Cowboys don't like defense or they don't really put too much value in defense tackles, but I do because I like to stop the run. That's nice. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, but the Jets, obviously their strength of that team is their defense. Then you either keep them. I don't know why you'd want to go to a, a, a take a chance on drafting a player and then, you know, see how they develop. Cause it's a little risky, you, you know, yeah. every, every time you draft somebody, I would, uh, I would definitely lock him in, give him the contract that he wants or, you know, that's you know competitive you know, whatever the mar- market dictates right. and, and, um, and then just use your draft picks on, uh, you know, uh, other, other players that you desperately need. Okay. I, I, I totally agree. Um, and, and just for the record, Brandon, I, I like your argument with Phillips, but Phillips is, I mean, he's the best player in the draft coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's going to the Chicago bears number one overall. I mean, right. Well, yeah, that that because they have to rebuild that defense. That's what they have to do. (laughs) Well, see, uh, then in in Gus put down in the comments saying the Jets are number thirteen. Jalen Jalen Phillips, like I was saying, Dad, and like you was just saying, he is projected to be the best player in this year's draft, and he's projected to be the first player off the board outside of a quarterback. So he right. is not going to be there at thirteen. I can tell. Going right, right, right exactly. And Chicago Bears are going are they're going to rebuild their defense. So if they don't get rid of that, then that has to be the way they go. Or they can drop down and take them after all the quarterbacks go. You know what I'm saying? Let the, right, the drop down just right. a little bit. Let the quarterback feeders get above them and earn some draft picks, and still end up with Phillips. So, right. Yeah. yeah, you can drop down to five and pick up an extra couple draft picks and still have a high draft pick. Right. Uh, that's exactly. what I would do. All right. Let's stick on the uh, the Jets. I got one more thing. Offensive coordinator, Mike LaFleur. It seems like, I don't know if you all have seen all of this news, but I'm a true uh, a true member of the NFL East, and I, and I, on a daily basis, love thou enemy. So I always pay attention to what's going on in the Jets, and it looks like, um, it looks like Coach Sala is going to be able to keep his job but Matt, Michael LaFleur, it might be up. It looks like they might be trying to use their offensive coordinator as a scapegoat. Um, and I don't think that's a smart idea. Um, he comes from the San Francisco um, type of, of offense. I think it's a great offense because if you match it with a great defense, um, you know what I'm saying? If you brought Jimmy G into this, Mike LaFleur's offense would flourish and be amazing and that we would me and Brandon would be cussing about the Jets being so fucking good and we don't know how to beat them twice a year. I mean that that's that's what you need. It's the quarterback's the problem, right? Not your yeah, damn offensive right. coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, but it looks like he it's coming down to it. he might be the scapegoat and might get fired. <clears throat> um which would really, you know, uh Michael Flora I, I I don't know. He came over with Sala from San Francisco when he took that job and I, it would really suck, but there's you a guy right there, Brandon. Um, if Michael floor gets um, fired, if I was new England, I would reach in, swoop him up, sign Jimmy G 
and go for a fucking Super Bowl because New England has a great defense. So, yeah, I mean, you could really yeah. go for a fucking Super Bowl with, you know, with that that whole. Well, also, who knows? Mike LaFleur so. might be good with, with Matt Jones, you know. No, no oh, one ever probably knows. really good with Matt, um, Matt, uh, Matt Jones. So, but, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I totally agree with you, Dad. Um, this is not blamed on any of the coordinators there. It'd be the GM, the right? They they um, drafted the wrong yeah. fucking quarterback in the draft. That's what they did. Yeah. They had the number yeah. two pick overall. You drafted the wrong one. Yeah. Right. And uh, they they definitely need to um, they de- they definitely need to address that quarterback position either in free agency or in the draft. And uh, the top four quarter the top four quarterbacks I can go and tell you now, Anthony Richardson might be there at thirteen. What what are we thinking? You think Anthony Richardson out of Florida is going to be there at thirteen? There's a yeah, lot of maybe. there's a lot of teams that need a quarterback in that top ten, top twelve. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. I think all four of them is going to be gone by the time the thirteen rolls around. So, right, they, I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they might have to. They, just, those guys, those guys are going to have to try to move up. Um, those guys are going to have to try to move up if they want to get a quarterback. Yeah. That is not the answer for the Jets. The Jets, that is not the answer. They not, and we, I, I thought we covered this. in what's next for the Jets? The Jets need – here's who the Jets need. You ready? The Jets yep. need Derek Carr. The Jets need um, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what they need. They need yeah. a short, longer answer. You know what I'm saying? They well, don't see, need I agree with that. Brady. Some they standard, don't need Dad. Aaron Rodgers. They don't need those yeah. guys because they're not that close yet. What they need is, is that next level up, and you trade the house for them. You give that third – I'd give the 13-round draft pick for Derek Carr. You know no, what I'm I saying? Not. Okay, okay, but what I but what I'm saying is real quick is what I'm saying is real quick is I would not give the 13th pick overall either. I am agreeing with Rich, and the only reason yeah, I'm saying that is is because yeah, you do need a Jimmy Garoppolo or you knew need a Derek Carr. But what happens when they get older? Then they're going to be stuck in the same position that they are now, needing another quarterback, and they're going to be a spinning rotation of like the Colts are. Yeah, they, but you're going to win a Super Bowl in the meantime draft. because you're a badass defense and you're a good quarterback who's well. Yeah, you're going to win a you're going to win a Super Bowl, but how long? Because within a wingspan of either one no of those quarterbacks, you, is one you only have about a wingspan of one to five years with them. You could tell you're a New England Patriots fan because do you know yeah. how long it's been since the Jets have fucking won a Super Bowl? How's it? How long has been since the Miami Dolphins have won okay, a Super Bowl? Okay, but they with the give Jets, their left arm wait, for okay, a Super Bowl. Okay, you know what? I, I, need, a Jets, defense, I need a Jets fan. I need a Jets fan on this podcast right now. Would they rather win one or two Super Bowls within that one to five year span or would they rather draft a quarterback like Bryce Young or one of them if they're still there? Game. And have a chance on winning multiple. Yeah, right. Or the, if I'm going to trade the 13th do? pick, I'm going to trade it to to move up and, right, and yeah, exactly. be a quarterback if you want. Right. Although that so, it, Jets have done that before and it hasn't paid off. But right, yeah, and that's true too. And and that's the Jets are obviously not good at drafting quarterbacks. They can't do kind it. Kind of like Bill Belichick is not good at drafting wide receivers. Um, yeah. So what do you think the best thing to do is just wait because Derek Carr will probably be cut then. He'll probably, you know, he would probably, he'll probably be cut. Yeah. So swoop him up right then. Because that's what, I mean, could you imagine this Jets team with a top 12 quarterback, Bright and uh, Bryce Hall not getting hurt. So they got a strong running game, a top 12 quarterback, and this defense. Can yeah, you all imagine yeah. that? I think well, that yeah, they would be in the playoffs right now. I guarantee. Yeah, yeah they'll be in the, that, yeah. 
yeah, they're not far away, but they do need some some key players, mainly a quarterback. Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on an opinion to see what the draft looks like. Is maybe they can get a um, yeah a respectable quarterback at number thirteen or fourteen. Right. Well, we will be talking about. No, this I more agree more with you, Dad, about Carr. But yeah, do, you would be think, great. do you think the Jets are really willing to pay that much money? We went over his contract oh, I think so. like two I, weeks ago. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Because you, you can cut Carr anytime you're ready to. But you, yeah. you them as long as he's can play up to par for you, I would pay I mean, him. The Raiders are cutting to, him, and it's so only going to lose five million dollars. You're going to pay him over a thirty. You're going to pay him over thirty million dollars. No, you'll, you, you might restructure that. You might try to restructure that, um, and and that's fine. But yeah, but you can afford that because all the Jets players are not well, in big. Yeah, I agree though. with that. The Jets can easily afford that. They're they're like one of the top five teams in cap space coming into the uh, the off season. So I agree they can't afford that. But the point is, Derek Carr is going into what 33, 34 years old or something like that. Like, right. I mean, he's getting and, up there in age. Are about you the really quarterback to pay thirty dollars a year or thirty yeah. million a year? Right, I'm gonna throw this out there. Daniel Jones yeah. came out, uh, or there's been reported that Daniel Jones is asking for forty five million dollars for next year. <laughs> I think he might. I don't it. know if I'm willing yeah. to pay Daniel Jones I mean, forty five million. I mean, yeah, you're having a good well. That's thirty season, million for his arm and fifteen season. million for his legs. Right. Uh, yeah. There, there you go. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know, it's not how no, good the quarterback is. is, is like, the market dictates what, what the price year. is for a quarterback. So right, really, exactly. if you're getting Derek Carr at 30, 30 million dollars, then you yeah. got to take that and run with it. Right. Yeah. And I think you might be barking up the wrong tree when it comes to the Jets. Um, and then we'll kind of wrap up the Jets thing is because we have to remember that Coach Sala came from San Fran. Um, Mike LaFleur came from San Fran. Why not just talk to your buddies over there, get Jimmy G for a pretty good deal and fucking yeah. run it up with Jimmy G? Because Jimmy G with Bryce Hall and, and that defense, I mean, Jimmy G has took a, a team with the defense almost that good to the yeah. Super Bowl before. So yeah. there you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why not? Well, Why real not? quick, and I want to Mike White or somebody like that as your backup in case Jimmy G gets hurt. And, yeah. You know, I mean, why not? Yeah. Right. No, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, Dad. In Jimmy G, I could probably see them doing more than Derek Carr. I, I don't know. I mean, I agree with Rich based off of the, you know, amount of, that quarterbacks are getting paid. Uh, Derek Carr is on the lighter side at only 30, a little over 30 million a year. But it's still, it's the point of he's getting up there in age. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And uh, as for Daniel Jones, I, I'm if I'm New York, I'm not paying him $45 million a year. You can just kick rods out of my organization. This is what, your first year being a good quarterback? And you're asking hey. for $45 million. Hey, the, again, the market dictates what you get. I mean, if, right. if, if the Giants aren't going to give Daniel Jones $45 million, he might get it somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Right, and well, they didn't I'll, sign I'll that fifth year con, that fifth year yeah, option. So the Giants screwed yeah, up by not picking up that yeah. option. Right. Well, also, uh, real right, quick, uh, uh, Gus said uh, talk is that the Colts are going to trade for the Chicago Bears pick to get CJ Strouder. Real quick, I wanted to say something about that. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the mock drafts, but I've actually seen on a handful of mock drafts that uh will levis is higher than cj strouder so why would they go all the way at the one to get cj strouder yeah, yeah well, they can get it if they can get will at, at number five there's going to be a quarterback there for them at number five so. yeah unless they're just but you know teams get they get uh they buy into somebody and that's who they want that's what they'll give everything to get him 
So yeah, listen, right. I, I I wouldn't at five. I you can get a quarterback at five, but we need to get we needed to go ahead and just make this podcast four people and and bring Gus in here. The Colts <laughs> claim offensive lineman Dakota Sheepley off of the waivers from the Cowboys. Who is that? Offensive lineman is he what was second uh, third string or something like that? Uh, he must be a practice squad player. He's not been making okay. the yeah. No, the he's off practice squad. So yeah, he, but he uh, hasn't rotated up into the. Uh, I've not seen him play at all. Okay. So, right. so. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Way to stay on top of it, Gus. There you go. There you go. The last thing I got is the Commanders, and you all know what yesterday was, right? That was uh, Black Monday. That was the Monday where. Coaches started start getting fired. Well, Ron Rivera, he survived Black Monday. Okay? Yeah. Um, Rich thinks it's because of ownership, um, the team being sold, and they don't want to disrupt. That is probably true. But like, uh, what, 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 what's next? He he survived. So if he doesn't get fired, what the hell are they going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what are they really? What are they doing? I, I don't. I don't but, understand. This is another team similar to the Jets. I would call them the Jet, you know, the Jets of the NFC, kind of, because they're a good team. They got talent all over the place. Yeah. They're they need a quarterback so bad. Yeah. And 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 my opinion, I mean, I love Ron Rivera. Do they need a coach? And I I guess yeah. and they're keeping them. That's the talks now that they're gonna keep them. What's he gonna fire some people and Try to make it look like somebody else. So what do you guys? Think I don't know. I mean, Washington's uh, gonna do. I mean, honestly, after the beatdown, the dude they, did not they, know that they were uh, eliminated from the play. Yeah, but, I mean, or, yeah, that, that's unacceptable to me. <laughs> I mean, for the point of that, you not knowing that you was eliminated from playoffs, that's kind of unexcusable. And I mean, come on, are we all buying that? I, I feel like he definitely knew that they were going to be eliminated from playoffs. No, he did not. Know. No, he no, you could ask him. You look at that press conference. He had no clue that they were going to. That be is really weird. Like. How do you not know that, bro? Like, I don't you're, understand you're that. Coach. You're, so, you're one, one of 32 people that have that job. Yeah. And your job is to win the Super Bowl, honestly. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel mean. like the win against the Cowboys on Sunday, that may be the reason it's in, may be the reason why they're thinking about maybe keeping him as a quarterback. I don't know. I, I just took some real quick notes down about the commanders. Um, you know, first and foremost, about what the hell are they going to be doing at coach? Like, are they going to get rid of Ron Rivera, bring someone new in? That will have to be determined. And then I wrote down Sam Howell had a pretty good game, 11 for 19, 169 yards. He threw one touchdown for one interception. I, I definitely said that he looks better than Carson Wentz, maybe even Tyler Heineke. He definitely has to be – he definitely has to start a couple of games next season – but they definitely need, like you were saying, that they definitely need to fix that quarterback position. And, and, and I, as far as the quarterback position is concerned, don't mean to cut you off, but I read an article today. Heineke's gone. Heineke's yeah. gone. He's if a free Ron agent. Rivera stays, yeah. Heineke, they're not re-signing Heineke. They're going to okay. make Howell their new Heineke is what they're going to okay. do. Does that make and, sense? And that's exactly, and that's exactly and could make sense to me. And, and that, that, I think, could work out too. But I also wrote down – that um that they all should also should take a look at Derek Carr possibly maybe even a Lamar Jackson if he's released by the, the Ravens um you know who who knows well, that's not gonna be that's not gonna happen so 
Jackson, well, well, see, well right? see, Rich, you say that's not going to happen, but let's don't forget just a couple hours ago, they signed Roquan Smith to a five-year, $100 million contract. Without so giving much... Lamar Jackson his contract. Exactly. That's on a sense. So Lamar Jackson is not, is not hurt right cap? now, guys. Lamar Jackson is not hurt right now. So, Lamar Jackson yeah. is setting out in fucking in the playoffs leading up to the playoffs because they didn't sign him a fucking contract. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah but they can He's franchise him, big boy ball. I'll tell exactly. you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If if he becomes if he becomes free, there's. I think there's going to be a twenty eight out of thirty two teams that would be dumb not to go for him. Yeah, yeah. they will. But he's going to. I mean, honestly, if he could become the free agent, there has him. got to be at least not the Bills. Not the I Bengals. understand they're not going to cut them, but it, then that means they're signing a fully guaranteed contract, which if they were yeah. going to do that, they would have already done it. He would have played last week and possibly beat the Bengals. Well, but he again, set out franchise him for week. one year. They can franchise him for, well, for, actually, they can franchise him for two years. They can franchise yeah. him one year yeah, at they, a time. They can franchise him as much right. as they want to, but then, but then what you're looking at is you're stepping into then a situation that becomes like Deshaun Watson – with the Tetsons, you're gonna get this man to not even want to play for your organization anymore. Oh, I don't and no think matter he, whether you offer him a, however much money, he's right. not gonna accept that shit. So right. Well, I mean, it's hard to say what Baltimore is gonna do, and they're just generally pretty smart. They're a smart yeah. team, but uh they, they could franchise him for one year and then cut him then or franchise him for two well, years. Well, they already they already franchised him last season. Just, so if they do, this is I think they're year. just playing like they're not gonna give him a long-term contract yeah. because yeah, he's going to demand the world, uh, you know, because the market dictates the price. Yeah, so right. Baltimore may be like, they're a Thanks defense Cleveland team. for fucking all that up. Good job. Well, all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying <laughs> is this, okay, and th- and this is why I brought up the Roquan Smith thing, okay. I don't know how much Baltimore had in cap space coming in, but I feel like it it wasn't top tier anyways. They probably weren't even in the top ten, top fifteen. They just paid Roquan Smith five years, $100 million. How much yeah. more cap space do you have? Do you have now enough to pay Lamar Jackson what he's asking? Well, I think so, the cap's going to go up way out in the offseason. Yeah, that's what they're, they're, that's they're, what they're, they're hoping for. Next year's going to be way up. So. Right, right. So. That is definitely what they're hoping for. All right, fellas, let's go ahead. It's, uh, it's that time. It's pretty cool. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about um, – these teams as we move forward but let's go ahead and wrap this regular season up with takeaways from the east week 18 all right first up patriots bills bills pull it off 35 23 what do you guys got special teams yeah, special yeah. teams. There you go. That's the difference in that game, I think, right? Those two two kickoff returns in one game. That's craziness. Right. Well, that and uh, the fact that Matt Jones came out looking like a really good quarterback at the beginning. Yeah, of I was going to say, like, don't hate on Mac Jones because Mac Jones did he, an awesome freaking job. He, he had three, and then he three, had three, three touchdowns. <laughs> he had three touchdowns. He also then, had the best game second, of, of, his, of the year for yeah. him. The best game. Well, you know what I'm see, saying? I would, so. I would agree, yes. Um but uh, we got to also factor in the point of uh, what the hell is wrong with this defense when it comes close to playoff time. Like, this is the second year in a row now that they have played shit at the end of the season against the Bills. Last season, it was in the playoffs. 
this season, it was to make the playoffs. Like, do they just become fucking pussies when we play the Bills? They're like, oh, God, we got to play the Bills one more time. <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't get it. Um, and then uh, I, I wrote down that Matt Jones' three interceptions were really, really costly. Um, they they, they really costly, were. Yeah. Um, one of them, I, I was watching a little bit of the highlights from that game yesterday. One of them, I don't know what the hell Mac was doing. He had Hunter Henry wide open in, in the end zone. Over somehow overthrew Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry had to try to jump and get it. It bounced off his hands into the Bills' hands, and they just kneeled it down to take it back to the um to the twenty-five of their own yard line. So um I, I don't know. I mean, overall, it wasn't a terrible game, but we definitely needed that game. And that defense and Matt Jones are single-handedly why we lost that game to the Bills. So right. Very possible. Very possible. What do you got, Rich? Yeah, I want to say Buffalo came out and uh, certainly played inspired. You know, of course, when you start the game off with the touchdown, <laughs> that's pretty good. Right. But they, you know, coming off of, uh, coming off of Monday night and stuff, uh, I is a little unsure of how they were going to play, but they played played fine. So, yeah, Buffalo's ready for the playoffs. It looks like, although yeah. I think it can be had. So, right. Right. Real quick, did Gus just literally put Anthony Richardson above Will Levis? That's crazy. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Yep. If you want to know what the hell we're talking about, we are talking about what's going on in our chat. You all need to be on here, and then you'd be able to see the chat. Um, so there, there you go. Remember, you can watch every episode on – you can watch us. Where can you watch us? You can watch us on Twitter. You can watch us on youtube there you go there you go i totally agree with you um rich the bills were very inspired the bills did not look great (laughs) in this game they they looked um they uh especially as the game went on it definitely was special teams that pulled them through um yeah you know the patriots basically played a great game defensively i thought even though they gave up 35 points they they still played a great game defensively, and and it came down to those very costly interceptions um, from Mac Jones. That's what it came down to. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, and, and if you want to flip that over and say the Bills' defense stepped up and saved it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, um, then you can because it was you know the defense stepped up, created some turnovers, um, the special teams created some points, and the offense spit and sputtered and looked good at times. So there you go. Um, good luck, Buffalo Bills. So we got, uh, Jets and that did eliminate the Patriots from the playoffs, um, with that score. So next up we had an ugly game no touchdowns were, um, were made Uh, Jets, Dolphins, Dolphins pulled it out 11 to six. Um, the, I got a couple takeaways from this game. Uh, Dolphins found their running game. Uh, they had a pretty good running game a couple times this year, Cleveland and a couple other games. But uh, Jeff Wilson had 16 carries for 72 yards on top of Raheem Mostert, who was plowing through guys, man. I mean, he he knocked a safety back. That was that was a crazy hit. Um, 11 carries for another 71 yards. Um, and that's what this was. It was basically a defensive back and forth game. And um, it was field position um, is what it came down to. And 
um, a game of field goals. That's, you know, uh, the Jets defense is really good. Um, the Dolphins defense um, is really good at stopping the run. So they shut that part down of the Jets um, and then um, tried to make them throw the ball. And Flacco's, you know, Flacco is Flacco in his older age and is not all that great um, at throwing the ball. Flacco ended the game with 18 out of 33, 149 yards, zero touchdowns of course, and zero interceptions. Garrett Wilson still had a pretty good game. He's the guy that kept getting past um, the Dolphins' secondary, and uh, I think that might be your offensive rookie of the year, dude, really, man. Another nine receptions for 89 yards. Garrett Wilson is just a beast, man. He is a true yeah. number one, and that's kind of what Rich is talking about. Go to the draft. You can find him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because – because if they would have got him, they would have a you know the Patriots would have a true. No, no, no. Right that now. that in so. what I'm saying is I definitely agree. Like I said, this year, they just like almost out of every single year, there's gonna right. be a handful of number one wide receivers. It's just Bill Belichick doesn't know how to draft offense, right. so if, he's either not saying. going to or he's gonna fuck up. Like in yeah. the draft when we lucky. took Nikhil Harry, who who did we take before? Like we took Nick Kill Harry at the end of the first round, right? Who went yeah. in the second round? A number one yeah. true wide receiver by the name of DK Metcalf. We right. could have had Metcalf at 31, but instead Bill Belichick drafted Nick Kill Harry, bum ass. Right. So so but in this game, both teams um had makeshift offensive lines and both defenses really stepped up. It's really weird game because I said this was a defensive um slugfest back and forth right there was only one sack in the whole game that's it wow but <laughs> both quarterbacks had guys in their face almost every time they stepped back to throw you know what i'm saying so i mean both quarterbacks did really good um of course the dolphins had their rookie uh quarterback skylar thompson in he struggled but the reason why the dolphins won the game is because he did not lose the game for them and he did not turn the ball over. And like I said, every time he stepped back, he had somebody in his face 20. Uh, he went 20 out of 31, 152 yards, zero touchdowns, but zero interceptions. And um, you guys remember throughout the year, I have bitched and complained about the Dolphins' special teams. Um, Jason Sanders has stepped up. We used to call him money, Jason money Sanders. Um, but yeah, he was not money. He was more like loose change this year. Um, but he stepped up three for three with a 50 yard field goal to win the game. So good job, Jason Sanders. That's what I got from my takeaway of this, <laughs> this crazy game. So, uh, anybody got anything else? I don't think so. No, that's it. Outside of goodbye, you. New England's 2022 season. Hello to 2023. Ready right. for the new yeah. season. Yeah. Already yeah, goodbye the right. Jets, too. So, yeah. Right, goodbye, Jets. Um, good luck. Y'all try to figure that out. Um, the next two games, I don't think there's a lot to talk about. Um, at least in the Giants-Eagles game, 22-16. Giants, <laughs> they came in here with their scrubs, basically. Um, they came in here with their, um, you know, their practice squad guys and they almost freaking pulled this game off <laughs> in the second half. I mean, it, they, they outscored, um, the Eagles in the second half, 16 to six, 
You know what I'm saying? That the Eagles, the Eagles did what Rich says. The reason how they've played all year is they got, they get out to a big lead and then they try to maintain that lead. So if you know if the Giants would have scored again, made it tighter, would the Eagles kicked it up a notch and tried to do probably, but that didn't happen. Um, that's kind of what it came down to. They started quarterback rookie or, or not rookie, but David Webb. He went 23 for 40, 168 yards, one touchdown and zero interceptions. So um, it was, it was, it was a crappy game, dude. It was a crappy game, but yeah. Boy, <laughs> do, you got anything, do you got anything on the Eagles? The only other thing that I have on the G men is the G men are really just getting ready for the playoffs. They were pretty <clears> smart, not taking any chances. But Kenny Galladay, remember that guy that that they um, they picked up two years ago in free agency that right. they wanted? Said so they got him from Detroit, and they were hoping he was his true number one wide receiver. Right, and then he hasn't in this been game. Play all year. How yeah. stupid is this? He scored his very first touchdown for the Jet for the Giants, earning that money, yeah. earning that contract there. <laughs> How fucking dumb, dude! How yeah. dumb! It, it, you know, you see funny contracts. Um, as a you know, as a Giants fan, you see stupid um, comments of Kenny Galladay almost made his bonus only seventy two catches away. <laughs> you know, what I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all he I needed mean, was seventy two more catches. I mean, honestly, yeah. if if anyone has to be mad about the Kenny Galladay thing, it has to be Kenny Galladay because coming out of the Lions, we all thought he was going to be a number one wide receiver, right? He, he looked badass. Yeah, and everything like that. And and now all the Giants have done is completely destroy his career. Like, even when he becomes a free agent, he's not going to get anywhere as near the amount of money that he would before he signed with no, the no. Giants. And that's and I think he has proven that he's not a true number one at all. He's Right, he's not. He's pretty garbage. So. Yeah. So, well, um, how can you determine that, though, Dad? He hasn't had any playing time in New, New York. Because uh, they, they couldn't beat out these scrubs that the Giants have. The Giants right. only have – you think New England's bad when it comes to wide receivers. The Giants are even worse. Yeah, They I think got number threes. <laughs> they don't have yeah. a number two. Maybe Wendell yeah. Robertson yeah. is a two. Yeah, Wendell Robertson's hurt. Is it Stingley? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he might be a two. But, yeah, Slater. they don't have a number one. Yeah, but they will play all year without one, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. That brown that brown dude, it's a, he's a two. He, he might even be a one. <laughs> It, it, we're talking about guys that have just blown up recently and you all, you all, I mean, and that's the reason why it's those guys that they wanted to set out. So they basically set out a bunch of number two wide receivers, you know, or number three wide receivers. It didn't that want to get them hurt because that's Brown all they have. Isn't good. Who? That Brown guy for the giants that the, the Daniel Jones, number one wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, the dude that he always good. passes the ball to. I forget his name. I think it's Brown. there's Richie, Stingley, Richie, 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 yeah, yeah Richie. Yes, Rich, Rich, no, Richie is yes. a number three that has kind of stepped up this year and to prove himself as a number two. Um, yeah, I so, thought he was is. already a two. No, he's he's there. He's their number three, but he has kind of stepped up and and he he's been able to beat people one on one. They don't have any threat that you got a double team at all. Yeah, um, and that's what they need. Um, but this game, Jalen Hurts, he, like Rich said, he had an okay game. He went 20 for 35, 229 yards, zero touchdowns, and did have one interception. Um, who really went off in this game is A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown went off again, made sure they took the lead, 
You know what I'm saying? Four receptions for 95 yards. And right. I'm sure I secured this win on fantasy football, baby. I oh, yeah. By the way, the congratulations, Brandon. Congratulations. congratulations. Thank uh, you. You did good. You. you had a great season. Uh, right. This is, for once, I didn't get robbed. Uh, I, I, you know. <laughs> um, uh, here's a note. A.J. Brown set the uh, Eagles uh, receiving record, I think, too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, maybe about 1,400, 1,500 yards. I forget what he had, but nothing, right. nothing, you know, not, not Rainy Moss or anything, but he had a, a, a excellent season. Right. Sounds good. All right. Um, all right. We got a few minutes left of the podcast. Let's go ahead and wrap it up with the Cowboys commanders 26 to six. What happened in this? game rich yeah. well this is a good thing that the uh the giants didn't come back and beat uh philadelphia because uh that would just be devastating for the cowboys to have, to be that close to uh winning the division and then losing it losing a game to the uh um commanders who had nothing to play for <laughs> right you know right exactly. um this is Except a terrible they, well they had they wanted to see if they could get rid of Heineke in this offseason and not have to give him another contract because they got a rookie contract that they can use as their backup. So yeah. that was the one thing they needed to prove. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And right. Ron Vera's job, probably. Yeah. In a, <laughs> so. I, right, right. Um, but they played they played good. The, Washington, they really did. Um, yeah. Um, they, they played inspired, but the Cowboys did not play inspired, even though they did play all of their starters uh, for most of the game. Um, they absolutely, at least on offense and special teams, they were horrible. Uh, Dak had uh, a terrible game, one of his career worst games, honestly. Um, 14 for 37, 128 yards, one touchdown, mm-hmm. one interception. Uh, nobody was open. It was really weird because, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy said they wanted to win this game, they wanted to get that 13th win. Right. And plus they, you know, they were still had a shot at the improving their seating. But to me, like their offensive play calling was preseason, you know, right. now granted, uh, you know, we, we had our, uh, our guard playing center and our, our offensive line was just uh, uh, a makeshift offensive line. If you, if you want to think about it, that um, 11, three and outs for the Cowboys. Yikes. Yeah. And the Cowboys, number two offensive team in the league, right? Exactly. Eleven three and outs. Uh, our punter fumbled. Our kick yeah. returner, uh, our Pro Bowl uh, kick returner, Turpentine, right? Uh, <laughs> Turpinator, he fumbled. Brett Mark missed an extra point. Uh, it was just a disaster on offense and Rich, Real league. quick, I want right. to ask, what the hell was that design play where? You threw the ball to the outline to the dude going to the outside. It, Kendall Fuller barely dropped the pit sets, and it, it, you know, and Mike McCarthy just thought, "Oh, we could do this again," and he, he won't pick it off. Well, he picked it off and took it back to the house that time. So I, I uh, was just throw. really confused about that. Right, yeah. our offense like again, like if we were going to win that game, uh, we didn't run any play action. We just I, like we played preseason. I want, it's really weird. I'm gonna. Um, are they saving it for next week? I guess. Hopefully, maybe. And of course, we get uh, once we get our center back. Maybe our offensive line will stabilize a little bit. We couldn't do anything running the ball. I mean, like we ran into walls uh, even with 
you know, I benched Ezekiel. And Washington does have a good defensive front. So. They do, and they they do. They have one of the you know they don't want you to, they don't want you to run on them on a good day. So, uh, but um, yeah, they really had our offense shut down. Uh, they couldn't do anything. Our defense actually, considering the, the field position that they had in the game, they they held up pretty well. Although that uh that's quarterback number two is going to be a problem. We don't have any. We've not solved that answer yet, uh, and it's, it's going to be a little nerve wracking next week because I don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, Tom right. Breeden might pick that guy apart single handedly. Whoever we put at it, cornerback number two, but uh, kind of a wasted game, um, for, uh, definitely for the Cowboys. Fortunately, we walked out of there without too many injuries. But outside of the first game against Tampa Bay, this this same this game seemed very similar to that. Like our offense just looked. <clears throat> predictable and ineffective, which it was. Right. Uh, right. And our defense, you know, they played so okay. Maybe you went ahead and got that out of your system. Now next week you can come back and. Well, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of conspiracy, conspiracy theories that, you know, that Mike McCarthy was just wanting to get the team pissed off for next week. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it's possible, but I don't, that's a little much. I think I, right. you know, but they, you know, if they were a, uh, uh, you know, Kellen maybe Moore. he wanted to win the game, but somebody forgot to tell more. Right, uh, Kellen Moore just uh, <laughs> right. Um, usually he throws in a trick, you know, a bunch of trick plays during the game. He didn't throw in any. It was just very vanilla, very preseason offense. Right. And uh, if you're going to do that, then set your starters. Um, right, exactly. You know? So that's um, what I didn't like about it is why do you got your starters out there if you're not even right. gonna? Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like the coaches were trying that hard, but. Then right. you have all your players out there. So that's a weird game. Hopefully it's an anomaly uh, and not a sign of things to come. But, right. uh, yeah, it was oh, just Rich, a By the way, you want to join me for the Cowboys Buccaneers game Monday night? Uh, yeah, I'll do the halftime show. It's going to be tense, though. So we'll see how this goes. But, I don't <laughs> know, maybe we're up 30 to nothing at halftime. It'll be cool. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All Rich right, y'all. Well, that's, um, that, that, that's awesome. We, that is – week 18 uh takeaways uh from week 18 so we are officially wrapped up one regular season we are done with a regular season um i'm not crying this, you're crying yeah uh. it's pretty sad pretty sad <laughs> starting on hey. thursday um of course we will we will keep the same schedule and do our games of the week um with our predictions <clears throat> and preview but it will be over the um, wild card round of the playoffs, and we were we are actually going to break off um, out of the NFL East and actually start covering every team. That's all fourteen teams in the playoffs. Hey, yo, let's go! Each this game about to be lit, and um, we will do that all the way through the playoffs down to the Super Bowl, and then and then it and then after that, um, finally my season starts, which I like, which is the. NFL draft and free agency and the real fun stuff. But uh, my Miami Dolphins are still alive. What am I talking about? Yeah, my Dallas Cowboys are zero and zero. They're zero and zero right now. As of right now, hey, I don't, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but um, the Miami Dolphins have not lost a playoff game in sixteen years. That's amazing. You get a hell of a run. (laughs) A hell of a run. So that's pretty good. Fins up, fins up. There we go. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, looking forward to Thursday. Thursday is going to be a lot of fun, um, and kick off. You know, kick off the 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 playoffs. So, yep. 
So let's go. Um, this is good. Anything else? Anybody want to say anything else about the regular season before we before we get out of here? Let's what, a shit, what a shit show for New England. Uh, you guys had a decent year. Shit got to change. Right. Yep. Off- yeah. The offense was ass. One game away. One game away. So, they made it the last yeah. week of the season to disqualify yourself. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah, the, the offense was so ass. This defense right. was okay all season long. This offense was ass. And Matt right. Patricia has got to be fired. Maybe he'll go get a job at Denny's since the bitch likes eating Denny's. So good luck to you, Matt <laughs> Patricia, wherever your next job is. There is nothing wrong with Denny's, man. They got good pancakes. That grand slam. The buddy. grand slam. There you go. Um, <laughs> pretty much all I got to say is uh, for Dolphins Nation, um, we need you number one. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We need, you know, yeah. it's, uh, it, it, he's our only hope. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tua, get back to Tua, we need you number one. See the four. Our only hope. <laughs> so hopefully he's good to go. If not, fuck it. The Dolphins have made the playoffs. So there you go. More playoff talk on Thursday. Until then, we out. Peace.